Well, hello there. And we're back again for another episode. We're going to have some fun here. We're going to do a little bit of this and that. Talk about a few things. And, you know, we will have some fun along the way. Stay tuned. Well, let's get right into it. Well, you know, a couple months ago, you know, which was my birthday. Yay! You know, starting then, I was suggesting to people through my uh, Twitter account, you know, different books that they need to read. Fortunately, one of my favorite ones is getting ready to come to an end. And uh, even though it's delayed for a couple months, you know, The Immortal Hulk will be ending with the 50th issue in October. And to honestly say, you know, and I have to come out and say it, there's never been a Hulk run like this. You know, I mean, it went to places that a lot of people would never think about going. And honestly, that's what made it work. You know? And it's very, very good. I feel for the people that haven't read it. And I'll deal in the next segment with people who haven't read things. But for now, we'll stick to this. And, you know, it's been an incredible run. From two humongous fights with the Avengers. I mean humongous. Both of them were beautiful. Really were. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Not in that nature. To, you know, seeing the leader, you know, in a way of, you know, you thought he was scary before. But during this run, oh God, he was even more frightening. And also involving uh, Bruce's dad, you know, and every other cast of characters from before. You know, I think with the exception of Thunderbolt. He wasn't in it, but for that reason, if you're looking for him, he popped up, um on uh, the last one of Captain America which is also over um, you know and again another great run um, it's just you know it's crazy you know but crazy in a good way I mean if you think about it in most aspects you know a lot of people saw Hulk as a monster so you know what Al Ewing did was to play on that aspect and to deal with a lot more of the things that just go bump in the night you know I mean fighting from you know the new version of Abomination you know all the way up to you know the actual original Hulk from back in the original 60's you know Xanadu and that fight was oof you know also brutal as well but it also dealing with, like you said, the supernatural horror aspect of it. To where, you know, okay, you get Hulk in space. Okay, we got that. You know, yeah, you get Hulk here. You get Hulk there. You know, but what really makes him tick? And, you know, and that's what it was. This whole entire series added layers to the characters. And what made me laugh was when people said, Oh, my God, I don't like this. This is terrible. Again, I'll deal with people like that in the next segment. But those are the same people that, <laughs> and it never fails. Somewhere down the road, 
or even recently they're going to start to pick up a collective version of it and they go oh my god this is great because that always happens people trash it and you know to spoil the next segment just a little bit is I get tired of people who don't read anything but are so quick to trash things that you don't read stop it that's just the stop but anyway you know and the same thing um you know at first with you know venom which just ended not too long ago as well you know people were trashing that too oh my god this is terrible this is no no you know it's adding layers to a character because sometimes it's good to have a creator who can stretch things out and also flesh things out but at the same time also you know give new breath and new meaning into things you know there were a lot of old Hulk um, foes including the UFOs they were in it too and it's also a lot of the series was a nod to a lot of already established um, Hulk villains as well and also creating a new one and creating a scary aspect um, from the green door and the red door you know I mean at one point even the She-Hulk getting involved in it to it she had a one shot for the immortal She-Hulk also explained some things from it as well and from that it also kind of tipped into the last Avenger fight I won't spoil it for you but yeah you, you, you gotta check it out you know, you, you really do. It was good. Oh my god, it was good. But it's, you know, I just, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things where I tell people you really need to appreciate things now. You know, so when you go back later on, you got, you know, oh my god. Because what Marvel's doing actually with this and a lot of new writers is they're giving you reasons to get every issue not just some not just a few you know it's going back to how sometimes how the old x-men comic books used to be in the sense of if you miss one issue oh you were screwed you missed everything you know and it's also good uh, storytelling good writing you know and a lot of times good artwork there's very little artwork Marvel has it even makes me go, oh no, I don't want to read that. Mm-mm. I mean, it's crazy. But it's a, like I said, it's a good kind of crazy. And, you know, like I said, I'm a little sad about the whole um, ending. You know, but you also have Donnie Cates and Ryan Otley taking over the next volume of the Hulk. And I'm also very excited for that. I missed free comic book day, so I missed the preview of that. And also what was coming up for the Avengers as well. So, now I'll find some way of, of um, probably reading it online. Probably within the next few days. You know, but it's, yeah. And also, honestly, Alex Ross knocks a lot of covers out of the park. And that's another reason why. Some people even said just for the covers alone that he did for Mortal Hulk, you know, it was worth buying it just for the covers, you know, anywhere, any beautiful covers, I got every Ross cover, I think, except for 
12. That's the only cover that I don't have. And I'm up to 49 right now. But I have, you know, it's just, oh man, it's beautiful. And like I said, everything also makes sense. When they're telling a story, you know, at first it may seem crazy. But if you keep, you know, the longer the story keeps going on, the more it makes sense. You know, so from devious plans to, you know, getting back together. You know, even seeing um, Betsy, uh, or rather, I'm sorry, Betty as a uh, harpy again. You know, it's very cool. Very, very cool. You know, and again, it made sense. You know, so, you know, it's just poor Rick Jones. You know, he got fused into a new villain that was um, um, debuted, I think it's starting around the second issue. But what they're trying to do together, even though they're fused, is work for the greater good as well. So that's kind of cool. Definitely kind of cool. You know, and also having Gamma Flight um, being a part of things now. You know, another cool aspect of it. And, of course, there was another um, controversy um, about this run, too. And that was introducing a new female um, Doctor character. Instead of just being a regular Doctor character to some, you know, when it was announced that she's transgendered, then that's when everybody went, oh, my God. Listen, I live in New York City. There, every single walk of life lives here and we live and we let live the ones that has something to say about another set is usually the ones that secretly admire them so uh, I see that the same way with oh my gosh she's transgender oh my god that's that's this and that's that and that's that just tells me that yeah you like them you know and the doctor has she has played a very big part of what happens you know, she's been a lifesaver, you might as well say. So, like I said, for now, she's a part of uh, Gamma Flight, which was also um, has a little mini series going on along with it. The third issue just came out not too long ago, I'm waiting for the fourth, and it actually brought back Scar. Yeah, that Scar, that one. Mm hmm, that one. That's right, Son of the Hulk. Him. You know, and we're getting some more details. And also, not to spoil the last issue, but there was another major villain that uh, had debuted that reappeared in that uh, in that issue. Get the issue, and like I said, if you get the issue, you have to go back and start reading the Immortal Hulk because if you get that issue, you're going, "Oh my God, what is this?" You know, it all makes sense. It's it's all in its own world. But the world of it is still in the Marvel Universe. And it's great. I'm not even going to lie. It's great. So, you get a chance. Whether through your local library. We'll have probably some collective volumes. But I strongly suggest go down to your local comic book store. Or see if you can get on um, Comixology or Amazon. Thank you guys. And also eBay. And thank you guys too. You know, um, you'll be able to, if you can't get the single issues, try to get the collective version. 
even though you know me, I'm a single issue guy. But I strongly suggest getting as many of the moral homes that you can. I want you to see um, the goodness that's in it. Okay, this is the next segment. You know, one of my pet peeves in life is always... I hate to hear people whine about things that they can have control over changing. I've been reading Marvel comic books pretty much since I've been, what, three years old. I'm 50 now. Actually, issue uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 1, number 62. I actually taught myself how to read by reading that, saying it out loud and everything else. So it's not just a passing feed with me. Even though at one point in the 90s, I was like, oh, God, I can't take this. But the thing is, I can't bash anything that I'm not reading. If there's something that I pick up and take a look at and go, no, I'm not interested, I'll put it back. If there's something that another company does the same thing, I won't mention names, then I just go, okay, well, I'll just stick to my Marvel books. That's a lot of times what I do. I stick to my Marvel books. I stick to the ones that I suggest to people. Or I stick to newer ones that get suggested to me. Hey, shout out to the guys down at Midtown Comics, down at Grand Central. I got the Spider-Man, um, not, I'm sorry, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, um, latest issue 15, which is um, the character was actually debuted um with the personality of a lot of the guys that work there. So that's very cool as well. I love that story. That's my main story of going to. I'm there most of the time. You know. And same thing. See, I read the books. I collect the books. I come on here. I rant about them. You know, like. But I'm reading them. And I also read a lot of... um books that I don't collect you know to see you know what's going on just in the Marvel Universe as a whole but it's when I always hear you know oh uh, I gave up reading like what this past Wednesday there was a nerdy guy who almost wanted to punch in the face at one point who was suggesting that oh I don't read uh, Avengers oh why is Blade a major uh, member of the Avengers? They'll let anybody on the Avengers. If you're not reading the storyline, then how are you criticizing something? Every member who's on the Avengers right now is a reason why. We have to go back from it. From the, the final Hearth storyline, it's all the way up to which is up to um, World War She-Hulk. Which is rocking balls, by the way. So it's, you can't criticize anything. One other person's like, oh, I don't like the Avengers because they messed up the timeline. Um, and the Fantastic Four and other teams haven't. You know, I'm going, uh, okay. You know, but the person that said it's pretty much a DC homer, so 
I'm gonna just ignore that. But anyway, it's it's so to me to sometimes it makes my it really does make my skin crawl. It does. It's just it's always the same type of people that says it. The ones that haven't read a book in 10, 15 years. But I'm sitting there, like I said, and going on Twitter and going on Blogger and going on here, Nick and Moan Podcast. You really think I'd sit up here and make a podcast about nothing? You know, what I'm saying and suggesting to others is great. You know, I mean, think about it. I know some people that have for years, say like, um, for Iron Man 200. Now, for those of you who probably just smiled and went, oh, yeah. You know, some people went, oh, I don't like this, uh, the silver, um, centurion, uh, armor. I did. And that whole story that played out in that book. Is one of the greatest storylines, period, bar none. Some of that, of course, wound up being the first Iron Man movie. You know, and of course, the sequel to that is another one of my all-time favorite books, The the Five Nightmares, which was uh, six issues for um, um, Iron Man. I think it's not, it's either the fifth or sixth volume that it was for. That was an actual sequel because it introduced Stain's son, who's still around to this day, and who recently gave uh, Black Panther, you know, was a thorn in his side for a little while. But, you know, and people going, oh, I hated that armor, I hated this, I hated that. Listen, I loved it. There's a lot of people that enjoy that issue. I recently, and thank you, Amazon. Just got that issue back and we've read everything, you know, reading it just like when I bought it many, many years ago and still getting excited over it, you know, just like the same thing with Extremis, which was, um, I'm sorry, volume four of Iron Man. And again, thank you, Amazon. You know, I now have the first all six um, parts of it, that storyline and we know extremists came came and go during other volumes of iron man too but you know during this you know you actually saw something that you know a man-made thing that actually seemed unstoppable you know like oh god you know how are we supposed to stop this you know and it all made sense and again some of the critics oh man that was dumb what and 10 times out of 10 they never really read it and again some of the extremist um storyline was in iron man 3 although some of the purists including myself was a little upset only because of you know sometimes we nitpick although some just nitpick just for oh my god they really go overboard because you know in the comic book you know tony's the one that gets extremist you know, so when the movie Pepper gets it, you know, everybody's going, uh, what? You know, like, uh, what? Huh? You know, so, 
it's crazy it's insane but you know again I just I think of what it is too and I talked to another good friend of mine one of our best friends who um you know we talk about comic books you know in general especially the Marvel ones that I get you know because sometimes he gets independence as well you know he's a big lover of um uh, Spider-Man life story you know and that was good that was another good series as well that a lot of people honestly missed out on and I'll get to that in a minute but it's you know it's the same thing to where he can give me suggestions of how certain scenarios or something can play out with certain teams and certain um, individuals in the Marvel Universe that makes sense and I'm not going to lie, 10 times out of 10, when I hear other suggestions from other people, no. Mm-mm, no. See, what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, lasers in space, and with that, we're going to send up uh, Ant-Man, and then Vision of Scarlet Witch, and then they're going to go into space, and it's going to be time traveling. No, stop, 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 stop. Just, just stop. Stop it. No. Mm-mm. Shh. Quiet. Those are the ones that get upset. Because their ideas, as dumb as they sound, isn't being put to a Marvel comic. So when certain scenarios come up that they claim that they don't like, oh, I stopped reading. Okay. That does not, just because you're stopped reading it, does not mean I have to. You know, sometimes it's like my late father would say, what you eat doesn't make me poop. You know? But it's just some of them's vile. I've seen other people's websites and some of them bash Marvel books. And I'm going, why? You know, really like, Why? Like, some people were complaining about House of M, um, the seventh issue. If you don't know what I'm talking about. Basically, of course, that's the infamous issue where Wanda just says three words that still um, has from scare a lot of mutant people to this day, which is, of course, no more mutants. That's what she uttered right before the issue ended. And of course the eighth issue is the ramifications of what she said. Some people again were, oh Wanda shouldn't be that powerful. Did you not read a lot of the good Avengers storylines from the 70s and 80s? To where, you know, she showed how much power that she had. You know, I mean, come on man you know like where have you been but again that's these are the ones that claim oh well I like uh, this and I like that and no offense to manga um, readers none at all well please don't come and tell me how much better manga is than Marvel uh no I mean that in the sense of yeah, you have some, you know, interesting storylines. 
But if you knock um, someone for being transgender or gay, but you enjoy a storyline of your favorite book where a boy gets turned into, oh, I don't know, a busty Japanese girl overnight, but you criticize someone being transgender in a Marvel comic, isn't that being a hypocrite? It is, right? Right? Yeah, that's what I thought. And some of them are the same ones. I don't read Marvel books because of, I'm like, okay, well, stick to your manga. And I'll stick to my Marvel books. And everything works out fine. You know, because honestly, the only series that's about to come out that's kind of making me a little leery is Dark Ages, the Dark Ages. Now, it kind of premiered a little bit during a, a free comic book day, uh, I believe close to two or three years ago. And, you know, the only thing I'm leery about is the writer of that story. won't say his name, but he actually took one of the distinguished company's greatest characters and ruined them in a sense of if you're dealing with a woman and she breaks up with you I know that oh god I know that very well very well but if it causes you to neglect and leave your city that you're supposed to be protecting no no. And then after that, having one of your greatest enemies killing basically someone who helped raise you since you were a child and you really doing nothing about it. No. No. Mm-mm. No. No. However, Dark Ages is supposed to tie into some of the things that happened um, at the end of Empire... Uh, Fantastic Four Fallout which if you haven't read that go get it now now right now absolutely right now if it's not a comic book store look for it online because I won't again I won't spoil it for you but yeah there's definitely some surprises waiting in there oh yeah oh yeah you know, I mean, because even now, let's see. Now, this past week, we just had um, the start of the trial of Magneto. Now, apparently, there was a force that was powerful enough to kill the Scarlet Witch. And this went on during the Hellfire's uh, Gala, which was, you know, to be honest, I really do hope that the X-Men does stick to at least that. It really, I hope so. Because think about it. Think of it just like a giant, humongous party. Which is really what it is. And of course, sure and all. Think of it as like the Met. Like, you know, the Met Gala. But the Marvel version of it. And it was pretty cool. You know? And at the end of it, you know, some they found um, the Scarlet Witch dead. You know? Which, you know, X-Men. You know, something... Has to go along with this. And they were looking for Magneto who wasn't found. Now the trial of Magneto. The first issue kind of explains all that. You know what's going on. 
and won't spoil it for you at all. But yeah, you know there was some there's some clues in there. If you're old time X Men fans, you're kind of starting to piece it together, and you're going, well, who could be this powerful? I I have my own suspicion of who it is, but I will not say who it is. Not at all. Mm-mm. No. Because I feel like there's only one person, just one, who's that powerful that can basically get rid of her. I'll, okay, I'll send it to you mentally. Let's see if you get it. Did you get it? Did you get it? Okay. But outside of that, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. And even before I picked it up, put it in there, somebody pointed to that and went, oh, I'm not buying it. That looks horrible. But you didn't read it. You didn't know what was going on. Oh, and by the way, if you're looking for the issue to what I was just talking about where Wanda was murdered, that's the the last um, X-Factor number 10. The last volume of it that just came out. It was sold out, but there is a reprint. Some of your stories might have both. So if you do, get it. But yeah, again, I can't, I can't stand when people just nitpick. It annoys me to no end. Why are you doing that? Nitpicking for what? Because something's not going your way? Hell, I didn't like Squirrel Girl, but I didn't get online and go, oh my God, Squirrel Girl sucks. And no, you know, she was there for her purpose. She did what she had to do. So... Just because I don't like Squirrel Girl doesn't mean I gotta get online and tell everybody else don't like Squirrel Girl. And yeah, at least I skimmed through some of the issues instead of just skipping things all together. It just annoys me. Uh, I haven't read Spider-Man in 20 years. I'm not reading it. Well, then you're missing one hell of a run, buddy. One hell of a run. I don't know what else to tell you, but, well, you're missing out, not me. It's just... I get tired of the critique. Just stop. Just just honestly just stop. Seriously. Because you're making yourself look bad. Okay. Well, let's see. There's been a new kind of infinity storyline. Well, actually two. And it's uh hold on one second. One is about different stories or different characters in the Marvel Universe that's been introduced within the past couple of years. Um, and it's just called, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good, to be honest with you. It's pretty good. It's, some of them are t- actually taking over the, the um, Marvel annuals. And it's just basically called, what, Infinite Destinies. And it's good. It's really good. Uh, so far, let's see, it started in the, it started with Iron Man, New Captain America, then uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, the last one said, uh, uh, Black Cat was another one. And it was Miles. And the last one, um, well, actually, Miles was the last one, but the one before that was the Guardian of the Galaxy. And it also explains 
where, where some of the Infinity Gems are, who has it, and what's coming up next. But also Black Cat has something separate herself. Now, and with her, she's having a storyline that's just called Infinity Score. Now, she's supposed to have a giant size, I believe, in November, which will tie up both um, storylines into one. And, yeah. Now, the Avenger one is coming out this coming Wednesday. It's early Sunday morning now. So, that one's coming out Wednesday. That's supposed to be the last part of one section. Now, the Infinity Scores is going to, I believe... I think that might have one or two more stories in it. And then lead up until, like I said, November. So, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, if you can get your... Uh, you might be able to still get your hands on all of them. You know, if you can, please do buy them. They're really good. They're really, really good. You know, and of course, Sinister War is... Oof, poor Pete. <laughs> poor Peter. It's basically one of the worst fighting scenarios for Spider-Man to ever, ever be in. Because imagine him fighting the Sinister Six and another six villains who, besides fighting each other, also want to kill Spider-Man. And on top of all of that... Spider-Man still has to fight Kendrick. However, at the same time, he has to deal with something that Mary Jane did. Which, remember, if you remember Amazing Spider-Man um, 545, which was the last part of uh, you know, One More Day. Remember, there was something that she whispered in Mephisto's ear. Like I think I told you before in the last podcast, well, I think we're about to find out what that is. And good God Almighty, if it is what I think it is, this is, yeah, this is going to get brutal. Oh, this is going to get brutal. Because trust me, it's even right now, Peter's at almost at the end of his rope, literally. You know, and it's, like I said, I'm sad about. Um, Nick Spencer's run being over and you know uh, 72 just came out or rather 72 is coming out this coming Wednesday um, as far as the Sinister War itself there's one more issue of that you know that's left uh, the third one just came out this past Wednesday oh my god I mean Peter was stabbed beaten up you know, just rocked and thrown all over the place. But you know how Spider-Man is. He's fighting. You know, he's trying to fight all the way to the end. You know, and it's supposed to be leading up to um, the 74th issue, which Legacy Counting is his 875th issue. And the main story uh, storyline is going to be called, you know, What Price Victory. So I think we're about to find out what that price is. But we also, before we get there, you know, we still got a lot more to get to. You know, and it's the same thing with the Avengers as well. Who's halfway done with, um, 
World War She-Hulk. Now, her, the end of the last issue, or rather the last issue itself, oh my god, it debuted one, I have to say, I didn't, you never thought you would see Captain America in a stealth outfit. It's the same outfit that he wore, that he usually wears, but it's stealth. And oh my god, it's so good. You know, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. But it's on the last page where you see, you know, you see now the Red Room uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. This is, oh, Jesus Christ. This is going, this is going to be bad. Oh, God, this is going to be bad. But we'll see what happens. Now, Miles um, Morales with the other Spider-Man, who was just, oof. Went through some changes himself. Had his own little uh, clone saga. Which had just ended. To the point of where. You know. You're seeing somebody looks exactly like you. You know. You got to deal with this person somehow. But also one of the clones. He also saved. You know. Helped him. You know. Save the day at the end. Of the last issue. So you know. He's trying to help that clone. You know. Get fixed. But at the same time. At the end of this latest issue, you know, is a costume change. So remember, if the if you're looking for I'll tell you one second. You know, the last issue of it then yeah. Because he you know, his annual just came out but it's still the old costume. But then the next one, too, is going to be the full debut of the regular costume. But at the last page of, the, of his last issue, of the last, it actually just got debuted. So, and people love it. And to be honest, yeah, I like it, too. I do like it. It's different. You know? And it's cool. You know? And you can't, you can't beat it. You really can't beat it. You can't. You know, same thing with Spider-Woman. Now, I think the last issue, which is 14, yeah, that might sell out. That definitely might sell out. Only because it reveals her brother being a new villain. Yeah. Some of you might still have it in your hand right now. Some of you might have the digital version of it. Others are going, what are you talking about? Yeah. Spider Woman is another one that I've been telling people, yeah, you need to go get that. You really do need to go get that. Yeah, but it's big. It's huge. It's humongous. Very, very big. You know, same thing with uh, Iron Man, the latest volume of Iron Man. To where now, you know, he was um, uh, transported into a world that, you know, he didn't know of. You know, now in the latest issue, it turns out, you know, that he's been transported to where uh, Stiltman was and I'm not going to reveal who put him there it's revealed who was but I'm not going to tell you who it is also make sure you get the latest issues of Moon Knight too. the second one came out the first one yeah good luck with getting that one good luck with getting that one unless it's probably a reprint which is probably be on the way because it introduced a new um Moon Knight villain, which is 
which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um, you know, it's just, it's so much good stuff going on in Marvel right now. It's just with me, it's hard for me just to pinpoint just one thing. You know, because I tell people, oh my God, gotta get this, gotta get that. I mean, even going through the certain back issues of things that I didn't know about before. Like, I didn't know about Deafening Humans, the third issue. Oh, sweet Jesus. If you have it, yes, you know what I'm talking about. I'll get to that in a minute. Well, the first thing I have to say before I get to that is, shame on you, the ones that didn't buy that or who didn't buy the uh, Inhumans run by Donny Cates. Shame on you. Shame on you six times. Shame on you. But getting back to the issue, the third issue of Destiny uh, Inhumans, oh my God. It's the comic book death of Ronan the Accuser. And the way that it's played out, mm, I, I, I'm, I really don't know what to say about it outside of it's one of those moments to where you go, oh, Jesus. And I mean, in a good way. It's like it's sad, but it's kind of, you know, it's just, oh, man. But yeah, and like I said, and even recently, thank God for Amazon and eBay, I've been able to get back a lot of the books I really, really needed from before. There's just only one that eludes me right now. But I'll probably get back probably by next week. And I noticed because this coming week, I have um, the reprint for the very first Avengers comic book. 1963. Now, if you know me, you know how big of a Avengers fan I am. Yeah. Long before the movie. Long before the movie. The movie just intensified it. Which I also just got the DVD for that, too. Which is, to me, it's wacky, because I'm buying all these DVDs, too, that I need back, including the Marvel ones. But I don't have a TV. I don't have a TV. Damn it. I'm working on that, too. But, mm-hmm, and I was able to get back, I uh, much needed reprint of um, Captain America um, volume one number one you know from 1941 and just go back and see it in its original form you know and I'm going oh man you know and just like I said in the other uh, segment I got um, Iron Man 200 back and even I've loved that since I was a kid at one point, I bought two copies of it. It originally came out because I thought I lost one. But then it turns out a year later, oh, it's in the basement. Oh, okay. You know, so, I mean, hey. So, it, it's a good time right now to be a Marvel fan. It really is. So, hopefully, you know, things will get even more better. We got the Shang-Chi movie coming out. We got Black Widow out now. You know, we got the Eternals coming out too. And by the way, that's another series that I strongly suggest getting. It's up to issue six right now, but the seventh one doesn't come out until November. But there's one shots in between that kind of explain things as well too. Good storytelling, good artwork, everything makes sense. 
So, the more I find out even more stuff, the more I'll keep suggesting it to you. Well, that's it for now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, and I hope to see a better uh, recording schedule next time. So, it can be even more time and everything else. And we can talk about more good and, and stuff like that. So, until next time, be good to each other and be safe.